Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. I'll start in five seconds. Hello and welcome to the Oz NFL podcast. We're up to episode 15 now. Joined by my co-host, Brad Campbell, as always. And Brad, as we heard in the intro audio, um, one of the games of the week on the weekend were the Raiders and the Seahawks. Plenty of points. And Josh Jacobs, 86-yard touchdown run to win the game for the Raiders. It was, uh, uh, you know, they've won two in a row now. Their playoff hopes probably are up in smoke, but showing a little bit of life for a team that's been uh, probably fairly hammered all season by uh, media and pundits. Um, such as us, um, for their play. Yeah, I've, I've bagged them out plenty of times now. But, yeah, Josh Jacobs, there's no denying how good he's been this season. He's definitely up there in the, the top running backs, and they just they just fed him the rock, and he just went to work on that Seattle defense. They went back to the defense from, like, the first month of the season um, and just couldn't do do anything to stop the Raiders. So, yeah, it was a, it was a high-scoring game, um, and... Yeah, Raiders pulling out a big win. Sure did. And uh, we'll go right into our first talking point, the yays and the nays. And I'll start with you, Brad. What was the thing that impressed you most in Week 12 of the NFL? Josh Jacobs was obviously one. That was huge from him. Um, But I just got to give credit to Trevor Lawrence. His last month, Mm. he's been pretty um, incredible. Flying under the radar a bit. Yeah, they did lose to the Chiefs the week before, but a big win over a very good side in Baltimore and the drive that he had to win it, the two-point conversion, he had some big, big throws. The one to, um, I think it was Zay Jones on fourth and 21 or fourth and 18, uh, and then he obviously hit um, Christian Kirk for the, the the two-point, was it, or the touchdown, either or. He just he had some massive plays, great throws. I think it was 300-plus yards, three touchdowns in that game. So um, he's been consistent over the last month, um, and, and Jacksonville need this. There's still a chance if they can just um, keep pushing out a couple of wins. You know, the Titans had a loss. Um, they have the Lions this week, so they should go and win that and uh, really stamp their authority as a, a team that could potentially take out this division late in the season. Yeah, they're going to have to get a move on, but look, the signs are good and um, it was a, yeah, I had to have to agree with that but regarding Trevor Lawrence. You go, your running back goes down pretty much straight away. Um, the backup comes in and and does some good things. Jermichael Hasty and I think um, Daryl Henderson they signed, didn't they, last week? They so that yeah. adds a bit of insurance running back and look, Wide receivers, the Jags, Christian Kirk, obviously a hot start to the season. He's been pretty consistent. Um, and Jay Jones is sort of coming on in his third or fourth, I think it's his fourth season this year. So, um, yeah, plenty of like about the Jags. And if they can sort of get hot now and, you know, they'll need a bit of luck, they'll need the Titans probably to shit the bed a little bit. But um, Well, they still, they still play them twice, I'm pretty sure. Well, there you go. So they'll, that's so two if you, you know. Yeah, they have yeah. the Lions this week and then the Titans the following week. And I... I have a feeling if if the Jags are serious, it might come down to the last week. Titans um, at Jacksonville. That could be a huge game in in regards to that division. Mm, They do have the Cowboys thrown in there, which is going to be a tough one. 
Um, the Jets well, look the Titans. Good. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, that's right. The Jets are. They got the Jets. Good under, they do under have Mike. the Texans. That's a win. They got the Eagles this week. The Titans. So that you know, mm. Jags beat Lions. Eagles win. Mm. Um, you know, that's that's going to be a good game. The Eagles. Are, uh, you know, certainly beatable. Uh, I think they'll and only go to behind by two then, and that's right. play the Titans twice. That could be that could be the deciding factor there. So I think it's going to be a hotly uh, contested division right to the end, if uh, mm. the Jags are true to what they're showing us. Yeah, and very important they play each other twice. Obviously, that's two game swing that could potentially work in the Jags' favor. My yay is look. He's not a. He's not a quarterback who had the gaudiest stats last week in week 12. Um, you the know, what? the gaudiest, which means, uh, I don't know, like like the most eye-popping stats, okay? Not, yeah. He didn't throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Um, he was pretty game manager-esque, was Jacoby Brissett. But my, I'm giving him the yay because I think in a really tough spot, to lead and be quarterback of a team, you know that, basically is going to be taken off you um, halfway through the season. Look, the Browns are four and seven, not, you know, but I thought Brissett did prove that he's got um, some, there is some merit in him being a starting quarterback um, somewhere in the league. Um, he had, you know, he had the old, the old bad game this season, but I thought mostly he was quite good. And um, yeah, in a difficult position considering that, yeah, it was always going to be this week when Deshaun Watson's suspension was lifted that he was likely going to start unless you know, the Browns went 10 or 1 or 11 or 2, 11 or 0 or something like that. But um, I thought Jacoby Brissett, the way he's handled it too in post game interviews and stuff, I think his stock has risen and he'll be signed by the team next year. And I don't think his career as a starting quarterback's over, even though there's certainly better guys out there than him. Um, I just thought it was worth giving him a bit of a. Yeah, for how he's handled a difficult situation. And, um, yeah, look, they, they were able to get a gritty win against the Bucks in overtime last week to prove that record to four and seven. So, yeah, Jacoby Brissett, I think, deserves a little yeah, bit of... He's, um, been, he's been a true professional with everything. That, you know, it's not sure. easy losing that starting job to someone who, you know, obviously there's the whole backstory around Deshaun Watson. Mm. So, um, yeah, professional and how he's, he's held his own there. So... I also like to give a shout out um, as a little special mention to Mike White. He just came in and balled. Yes, it was against the Bears defense, which I'd hate to say it is probably the worst in the NFL. But when you have bad defenses, you actually got to make them pay. And he did. He just went out there, and it wasn't easiest conditions to do it either. It was rain, no, so. he was he was throwing some bullets on a rope mm. in teeming yeah. rain. Um, and look, Elijah Moore yeah, must be happy. Yeah, I know, and. Yeah, I think I'll piggyback off you with that Mike White thing. He's Zach Wilson was sort of quite ordinary, and Mike White could have had half a game he did, and it would have been better than what Zach mm. Wilson sort of put up lately. But he he went out there and he um he threw it extremely well. He did come in last season, start a couple games. He was hot again. It might have come in relief in that game against the Bengals, where they had where he had four touchdowns and four hundred yards. Um, mm. But then he had, then he had a stinker the next game or the, or the game after that. So three four, you picks, know, yeah. yeah. So it, look, I'm not. He's probably a better player than he was a year ago. He's but um, I want him to see you put it together. But look, to come in and even though it was against a pretty bad defense, they were dominant from start to finish and. Getting your best players involved generally means good things, and that's what they did and found more. And Garrett Wilson, two really good young wide receivers who will be stars in this league, no doubt. And um, 
the Jets, pretty pretty scary um, proposition for any team in the AFC at the moment, especially the AFC East. So, well done, Mike White. What's your name, Bradley? Uh, oh, there's too many teams and players that we kept keep picking on, but it's hard yeah. to keep going past the Broncos. They're so dreadful. And looking well, at that um, footage yeah. of, was it Mike Purcell having his way with... Uh, Russell Wilson Russell just Wilson. absolutely hammering him. Um, it looks like the players are starting to to feel that way too about the whole situation. So something is not right. They would have had to be feeling like that for a while. Eh? Like I know it's probably it's over. You know it's reached sort of boiling point now when you're seeing players on camera doing that in the middle of a game. But God, the way he's been playing, and I've it's hard to I can't think of a defense. Uh, sorry, a team that the offense has been so so much poorer than the defense like this probably has been times the Jets are close when Zach Wilson was playing yeah yeah I guess but at least the Jets were sort of winning games and you know yeah Wilson was ordinary but at least they were sort of doing enough whereas the Broncos their defense they haven't when they're up they haven't scored over they've scored over 17 points once all year and they won that game Mm. they are absolutely dreadful because on paper, obviously, you know, they've got a few injuries now and, and players have left. But to start the season on paper, you know, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and you add Russell Wilson to that, you think yeah. that's a stacked offense. You know, they're going to go yeah. out and be close to contenders for that division. But just, the, it's, I think it comes down to a lot of the, the coaching and obviously the way Russell Wilson has sort of handled it as well. But they're terrible. He doesn't seem like the most likable teammate, Russell Wilson. That was even before the, the, the bad play this season. Like you hear the stories of um, he had his own private locker room or when he was in Seattle and teammates would need to call his agent to contact to, to, to get in contact with him and, and just carry on, carry on stuff like I'm that. Gonna, um, I'm going to start that one. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just it's it is just a bizarre situation. I think Nathaniel Hackett, you're probably right from your um core earlier in the year, though. I think he's one, yeah, well, one of the probably you know that with maybe mm, I've made a few bad calls this season, but that with maybe the Chris Olave rookie of the year was probably the two. I, I oh, Jack Sanborn, I'll give that, I'll give myself a pat on the back. For that what? One, but, um, what? That was me. What? what? Are you for real? I made the uh, the two plays to. Are you joking right now? I the two plays to watch in our first episode was mo- mine with Jack Sanborn and um, Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. <laughs> oh man, I told you about Sanborn. No, you anyway, but he's balling too. Man, he had like yeah, he thirteen is. total, he fifteen is. total tackles or something. But I think he, I'm picking him up for my defense yeah. in that ESPN fantasy one that we got. That's probably a good idea. But um, yeah, I've, I've just come I'm, I'm not saying give up. I'll, I'll never give up in that. But like, I'm just, even with Josh Jacobs going to be 60 points the other day, I still lost and I'm three and eight in that league. So I look, I look <laughs> Did I, you I look still lose? Good. I still lost. Yeah. Cause I had, I had, th- I had two defensive players lead injured. Look, it wouldn't have mattered. I lost by 15 or 20 points, but I just, yeah. I lost in the NFL one. Because Miles Sanders decided to, they finally decided to give him the ball in the red zone. He scored two touchdowns. I was like, yep. You lost to Maloza. Yeah, because of Miles Sanders. And then I lose the ESPN one, but um, we're not talking about that. That's PPR crap. 
I think Delvin Cook went for like 40 yards rushing because he caught like seven passes for seven yards. He got seven points <laughs> on top of his 40 yards rushing. He got like 11. I was like, you're kidding me. This this PVR will, bullshit. Will <laughs> I get into... Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of fun. Something different to the other one. I like it anyway. But um, so... Back to we'll – we'll get onto the fantasy focus a little bit later and, and discuss the little a wager we had last week. Um, but I'll give my nay, and we touched on them before. We touched on the game before, Seattle Raiders. And Seattle Seahawks, they're in a little bit of a oh, – is, is it too soon to say free fall, Brad? Yeah. Because they've – I, I can't see them. They, I can't see them win the division now. Oh, they, well, the Niners look, I, are just too hot, yeah. and the Hawks are going. They're trending the wrong way. They've lost two in a row now, and they've look. I think the Raiders are a better. A better a, a, when both teams play their best, the Raiders are better. But they've been pretty ordinary this year. Seahawks were probably expected to win it, but they've lost two in a row now. The running game has been a little bit subpar the last couple of weeks. Geno Smith's still playing well. Um, but yeah, the Seahawks they need to they need to sort of find them recenter themselves here because yeah, two in a row, and it looks like that division that NFC West is slipping out of their grasp. Yeah, I well I said a couple of weeks ago that I think San Fran will take the division, but I don't think they're in a free fall. Look, they were hard done by, a bit of no, a bad free, call. I'd stop myself um, before free fall. Yeah. yeah, I think they a couple of bad calls in that Raiders game went against them. Um, they probably should have won. Raiders gave the ball back to them, you know, on their own 40 in overtime. They should have went and kicked a, a field goal, but they, they couldn't get yeah. it done. Um, like I said, their defense has gone back to the way it was at the start of the, the season for that mm. first month. If they can pull that back into how they've had it, Gino's still cooking. I think they they should be able to, to get through for a wild card, but, yeah, I still think San Fran are going to take the division. And well, Smith just got speaking- 50. Oh, we're, we're just watching the obviously the crickets on in the background while we're doing this. I've got a, got a blank screen in front of me, but uh, um, well, the Seahawks, you know, they can speak it about teams in, in free falls. They take on a division rival who is just doing just that, and their season is gone. The LA Rams, so mm. Hawks uh, could be looks like a nice bounce back game for him. Yeah, for them, they'll but, get back on track uh, with with Bryce Perkins, who's I assume starting quarterback again for the Rams, who. They just didn't look like scoring at all, really. The, the defense came to play, and Chiefs only scored 26 points on him, but never really looked like scoring. Um, the Rams did, and they were soundly beaten by the Chiefs last week. And, yeah, Hawks can bounce back with a win against them, you'd think, this week. That takes us to the next talking point, the tips and preview section of the podcast. We preview some of the best games for the upcoming week of uh, upcoming fixtures of the week, week 13 this is. And Brad, we'll start with a division rivalry game on Thursday night football. The Bills travel to Boston or Massachusetts to take on uh, the New England Patriots. Well, who have you, who are you siding with in that one? So a uh, going to be a good game. It's a big I one for the Bills. I think it's like a must-win for the Bills, the way that division's rolled out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Pats they're showed up. Too. Mm. The Pats showed up um, last week. Mac Jones was he was balling out. Um, no Von Miller, he's still out, isn't he? He's got that knee injury. Yeah, well, it could just 
watching that live and seeing him get carted off, um, it didn't look like it might it was an ACL because he was sort of walking around like not, not that you can't walk on ACLs, but it just sort of the way commentators were speaking, it looked like it might be a serious injury, but not as serious as that. It's turned out to be a sprain. I think he's back for the Bills and Jets game in um Yeah, I think in he said two on weeks podcast. time. Yeah, yeah so that, they've dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Mm. Um I'm going with the Bills simply because it's like a must win for them because I think Miami, they have San Fran, so that's a big game. I think San Fran are the better team, so this is a chance for the Bills to go back on top of the division. Yeah, um, I'd have to agree with you there. I think I think the, the market's got it right. It's $1.50 to two sixty. I think that's about right, the line three and a half. Um, Patriots, I was really impressed with them against the Vikings. I know they went down in the end, and they bottled up the running game of the Vikings. Kirk Cousins... Big game in prime time, which was rare to see, but mm. um, but they were going toe for toe. The Patriots and the the Vikings a very seesawing sort of game, and the Vikings just too good, sort of late to um. They uh, cost, too they the cost me my um my Thanksgiving multi because they stopped. Yeah, Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook. I had everything yeah, yeah. except that leg. Mm, seventy four yards or something like that needed. Yeah. Didn't look. Didn't even get yeah, seventy four like and close. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately for you, because yeah, the Patriots defense came to play and yeah, really good. But I think the Bills, you know, they, I think people are being a little, I want to say underestimate, but just the, the, the commentary at the moment about the Bills, like they squeaked past Detroit. They barely beat Cleveland. They had two games in five days with one practice in that time. And they had to and travel both away from home. Yeah. Both the way they had to travel with difficult situations. Like I'm not saying, you know, the the good teams find a way in situations like that and, and they did, but Detroit are very plucky. And um would you like to see the Bills win a bit more convincingly? Yeah, of course. But I don't know. I I, I'm, I don't think anyone should write them off after for that. They've still found a way to win. Good teams do and um it's about right, I think, that that, that price and but I'll take the Bills and what what should be a really good way to start um Week 13. All right, next game we will preview is, I think this is a cracker as well, uh, Titans at the Eagles. Titans and the Bengals played in the same time slot last week, and that was a, a really good game. The Bengals just getting the job done there. But Titans and Eagles, Brad, uh, who are you with? Yeah, it's another tough one. Um, I just think Philly just uh, have better class around the field. And Titans going down to the Bengals. I think the Bengals are serious contenders out in the AFC now. They're starting to click. Joe Burrow is probably top three quarterback in form at the moment. Um, and yeah, Philly are just they're, they're class. So I'll go Philly. They they showed that they're they're back offensively with that big win over the um, Green Bay Packers. Put what forty on them. So they're humming. Mm. And I think their, their offense will do enough to, to put a, a good score on the Titans. Yeah. Eagles, uh, you know, we've, we've they're 10-1. And you just got to, for that for that alone, you've got to give them a heap of credit. They're barely squeaking by worse teams than the Titans of late. But, you know, again, not every game in the NFL, maybe expect with the exception of when you're versus Houston. And, um, All the Bears. And the Rams at the moment, or the yeah, maybe the Bears. Um, every game in the NFL is tough, so you know, I'm not going to take points away for only just beating the Colts and and uh, the Green Bay, who we or I gave a chance to last week. But 
I'm with the Eagles again. I go, I'm, I'm not, I've said this a lot on this podcast. I am not completely sold on the Titans yet. I just think they're too one dimensional. Um, and they've got a good defense, but their defense can mix the form a bit. Uh, I think the Eagles might not score 40 like they did last week, but I think they put up quite a few touchdowns and um, happy to take the Eagles in this game against the Titans. Game three of the week. And look, this one was a bit, you know what? I think I'll, I'll, I think we should give tips for both these games. It's the same time slot. So we're breaking the rules a little bit. The Chiefs and the Bengals was the one I had uh, highlighted for that um, 4.30 American time time slot. But we can't leave out the Dolphins and the Niners as well. That's such a cracking game. So we'll start with the Chiefs and the Bengals. Brad, what do you like in that? I'm back and Joey Burrow. I'm going the Bengals. Um, Repeat of last year's AFC championship game. Big game. I think Jamar Chase is back too. They're talking about he's coming back. Joe Mixon should probably be back. So the boy, getting the band back together. Um, Yeah, I'll go the Bengals here because I think you'll go Chiefs and I want to get another lead (laughs) on you. Oh, Look, I, prefer, I obviously would love to see the Bengals win this. Um, I prefer them as a side to the Chiefs, obviously, but oh, I think it's quite close in the market. I'm, I'm surprised the Chiefs maybe aren't um, favoured a little bit more heavily, but with that said, Bengals have been, yeah, you're right, Brad. They've been sort of one of the informed teams in the last sort of few weeks, and but I just think the Chiefs are just, just, just absolutely rolling at the moment. Um, they're running game. They're finding some balance in the running game if the now. Bengals which... win this, do they then become a hot favourite in the AFC? I think the Bills become favourites if the Bills win and the Chiefs lose and the Bengals win. Mm. But if the Chiefs win, I think the Chiefs are still AFC favourites. Right, yeah. Um, that's my opinion. But, like, it won't be much. It's, I think it's Bills, Chiefs, and then a little bit of a gap to the Bengals, but not much of a gap. And what about I just the think... Dolphins? I I'm, think they're a very good team, but I think they're under the Bengals. Yeah, they've got no defense. Reckons? Yeah, I their think their offense is their offense is awesome, but they've got a terrible defense. They just leak points. Yeah, they do. And they um, versus the Houston in the weekend, so that doesn't count. Well, fuck thirty nil, and then it was thirty fifteen. I'm like, I know yeah. you can take your foot off the gas, but that's just <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but. Yeah, Chiefs for me, I think they're the informed team of the league at the moment. Uh, not afraid to say that. They are absolutely fine. As I was just about to say, they're, they're running game. They found some balance. Pacheco, the rookie, um, mm, repla- well, not replacing not replacing Tyreek Hill. They took his number, but different position, obviously. But a bit of a gadget in that offense. Um, Kadarius Tony, I know, is injured. But the play hey, from J.J. Smith-Suster and... Paddy Mahomes probably a bit, bit tired. He's, you know, he's a newborn at home. Bronze, he named him. <laughs> what a name. So, uh, okay. yeah, he might be having bronze. a few restless nights. Yeah, bronze. Mm. I think something bronze Mahomes. Okay. Well, I the Bengals Patrick, will be open. Actually, I think it was Patrick bronze Mahomes. Right. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, wait, isn't there another kid? Yeah. Is he had another kid? Up. Oh, yeah, daughter. Okay. I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I thought it was another son. Who was Patrick Silver Mahomes? Yeah. <laughs> Um, third kid will be gold or mm. platinum or whatever. But, yeah, no, I, look, the Bengals will be hoping that the bronze is a crier and Mahomes is having a few restless nights, but I don't think it will matter much. I think the Chiefs win, but I'm not – it's not a confident uh, tip at all. Bengals by two. 
Okay, I'll go Chiefs spot too. Righto. The, the other game, the, the game I just alluded to as well, Dolphins and the Niners. Um, if you like value, Dolphins are 265 is a pretty uh, – look, I'm, I'm tip, I've tipped the Niners, but I thought that sort of that price would be a little bit closer personally. I think but it's I'll because the of their defense. Yeah. Yeah, the Niners uh, shut out the Saints last week, which, you know, Saints mm. aren't exactly world beaters on offense. It's no real – it's to shut out any team is pretty decent effort. Um Elijah Mitchell, the running back, was probably running the ball better than McCaffrey last week. And Did he get probably, injured? Probably was. He, he's injured. He's out for six or eight weeks. So yeah. I'll need a, a guy to step up, of course. This is a bit of a revenge game for the Dolphins running backs, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, they're two guys who they've had a little bit to say, too, in the press this week. I think, you know, you get asked questions by journos who want a bit of a, a soundbite. And a lot, of these, a lot of these players aren't afraid to... Uh, to say what Speak they think, it's, yeah, which is good. You know, you don't want to be robots, but a lot of most players probably give a straight bad answer when they get given questions like this. But no, Mossett was happy to um, not bag out the former team, but sort of just say that the, the Niners probably didn't handle his injury as well as he would have liked him to. And Jeff Wilson said something similar. Um, with that said, I'm with the Niners in this. I think they are the form team of the NFC at the moment. They're the team to beat. Sorry, with the, with the exception of Philly. Um, I would rank them higher than Dallas and Minnesota. I really would at the moment. I think they're a better side than those two teams. I know their record isn't as good, but I'm high on the Niners and what they're, what I've seen from them in the last sort of month. And, um, yeah, being able to do on both sides of the ball. So Dolphins is a big challenge, no doubt about it, but I'm with the Niners. What do you reckon, Brad? Yeah, I'm going the Niners too. I think, like I was alluding to, Miami don't really have much of a defense. So, um now, if the O line can just hold the pocket for Jimmy G, he's been he's been flying lately. I think they'll sort it out. And uh, yeah, I won't be surprised if Nick Bosa gets to uh, tour a couple of times. And mm. who knows? Could be another concussion coming his way if he hits a you know hits the deck wrong. We know how soft well, his head is. Oh God, <laughs> we hope not. We hope not. But I'm just saying, like he gets a big hit from Nick Bosa. Oh, well, you, I could yeah, see him well, done for the season. Well, you know, it'll just if that happens, that's, uh, that'll be unfortunate. I hope yeah. it doesn't happen. But, yeah, Nick Bosa is uh, warming up, isn't he? Mm, right in the cool. air and he's cooking. All right. Our two other games of the week we'll preview are the uh, the two prom-com games, <clears throat> Sunday Night Football, which is the Colts getting another prom-time game two weeks in a row uh, against the heavily favoured Dallas Cowboys. Um. You with you with the cows? Yeah, hmm. easy. Uh, the Colts did some good things against the Steelers. I know the the Steelers are just not as near as good as the Cowboys are, but um, clock management at the end by uh, Nathan's boy Jeff Saturday was a little bit confusing <laughs> to say the least. Like uh, he had a reasoning for it. He sort of said, "Well, we can." Well, basically, what happened was second down. Matt Ryan uh, runs the ball, scrambles, and Get the, dives two yards out from the first down marker. There's 40 seconds left. It's ticking. And instead of time calling a timeout and sort of, I don't know, um, having a look at what to do, they've run another play and they've lost a yard. I just thought it was a strange thing to not take a timeout, especially when you have three left and you need a touchdown to tie it up. Mm. But um, anyway, that's that was a bit uh, that's, question, that's questionable. The, uh, rookie, rookie coach coming in there, you know, no experience. Mm. I think that's yeah. where it's played its part. 
But uh, Dallas, who their own coach was copping heat for similar sort of antics, sort of the, maybe not this so much this season, but season's gone past. Mike McCarthy, they are, I th- I look, they are as the Niners are up there. We, as I said, Minnesota, Dallas, and Philly. They look the main four. Um, and look, a good win by Dallas last week. I thought. I know the Giants put up some points early and got ahead, and probably shell shocked a little bit early on the Cowboys, but. They found a way to come back, and um, CD Lamb had a massive game, didn't he? Isn't he um, looking good lately? Mm. He's really coming along. Great hands. Sure is. He almost had that unbelievable um, catch. It was for a yeah. touchdown oh. too. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. So their whole receiving core is good, and like you know, we know how good their running backs are. No, is, uh, Zeke probably E8. had a E eight, and uh, Tony Pollard was typically solid. But the Gallup, good mm. receiver, and Dalton uh, Dalton Schultz is uh, having a good season or having a good few games of late. So Dallas firing all cylinders, they will beat the Colts pretty handily, I think. And we're both in agreement for that one. All right, the last game of the week is Monday Night Football, division rivalry in the NFC South. The NFC South leaders, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, taking on the New Orleans Saints, who uh, were humbled a little bit by the Niners, just couldn't get anything uh, really going, especially in the running game on offense against that stout 49ers D. Uh, Tampa Bay, tough loss to Cleveland in overtime. They probably should have won that. They had their chances, but alas, they're still atop of the division. Uh, who bounces back with a win in this one, Brad? Tampa Bay, for me. Saints are terrible. And I don't care about no monkey on the back about the Saints beating the box, but yeah, it's not happening. It's amazing to think that um, the Bucks, with the record they have, they're five and six. Of course, it's a weak division. We know this, so they're on top of that. But it's amazing, that, you know. Even if they sort of, you know, get to the end of the year and win three or four games and finish eight or nine or nine or eight, they likely win a division. And then they get it. You know, there's every chance that in the first week of the playoffs, Tom Brady gets Daniel Jones. The Bucks play at home against the Giants or something like yeah. that. And you think, well, that's probably... I know that the Giants had a better record this year, but that's probably an easy win for Brady, you know? I'll take a TB he, over Daniel he's, Jones, yeah. He's, he's like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out, isn't it, that he's going to get kissed on the dick with this schedule because they'll get a home game for the winning division and they'll come against the fifth seed who will be something like Taylor Heineke or... <laughs> or um, or Daniel Jones, which you know, the, you know, both having great te- well, not could great, be could be pretty Seattle, decent though. seasons. Yeah, or Geno Smith, Seattle. Like that's what I mean. Like it's, he's not going to come up against Dak Prescott or um, Kirk Cousins or the all those sort of tough, really tough teams. I don't think it's got that's that's going to work out. You know, there's a long way to go. A lot could happen. They could lose a few games in Atlanta could win the division, but it's just, Carolina. It's just they're only like one off. They're only one game yeah. behind. Sam it's just looking back. like he's one for yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know. It's just looking like they get to this playoffs with a crap record because of the division they're in, and then Brady versus Jones or Brady versus Tyler, Taylor Heineke in the first week of the playoffs, which you'd think would uh, would be a Tampa Bay win. But anyway, just there you go to show Tom, when you're Tom Brady, uh, life works out pretty well for you. <laughs> okay, so... We you both threw a divorce. So if they went, yes, yeah, no, I know. Way. You're right. You're right. I know when it comes to football, but um, 
I'm with Tampa Bay as well on that. I, I know Saints, are just they're a very confusing team. I've said this a few times. Now, <laughs> uh, well, their defense played pretty well against the Niners, and that's you know that's what they've shown glimpses of this season. Their defense can be quite good and match it with the better teams, but uh, they're just too inconsistent on offense. And I don't see their running game going against the Bucks defense as well. So they need their running game to fire. Dalton, um, he's too inconsistent. Bucks win, but not. Not by any flash score. I think they win the close one. So what have we gone with tips-wise? I think we're pretty much – I think the only think difference the, is the uh, Chiefs-Bengals game. Mm. Chiefs-Bengals game is the only difference, yeah. Okay, there you go. Well, it, the records for the for those keeping track at home, but the records, Brad, you've got a two-win lead. You actually went 7-0 and last week, so hats Big. off to you. That hasn't, that's yet to be done on this show, and, uh, yeah, well done. You're, you're 41-25, and 25, two wins ahead of my 39-27. And Nathan, the guest last week, uh, we'll have Billy on in the upcoming weeks to improve that record as well. They're twelve and five. The guests, Naf went six and one last week. Okay, fantasy focus, and we had a little bit of a different uh, flavor last week. We had a bit of a wager on the line. We had a draft with seven running backs. <clears throat> we got to pick two each for the Thanksgiving games, and well. I came out on top narrowly over Nathan, and then you, Brad, back in third with your pairing of um, Delvin, Delvin Cook Delvin. and Tony, um, oh, Jamal Tony Williams. Bars. No, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams got me off to a cracker. Yeah, good and start. And all I needed was Delvin Cook to get like 10 points, and I would have won. You you must be hating on Delvin Cook, considering A, he cost you the multi, and B, he cost uh, you um, – well, you, you'll be buying Nathan and I uh, lunch or drinks on the bus, yeah. so – Looking forward to that. Can't wait to cash in. The fantasy focus this week <laughs> is um, we'll go to Cleveland. We spoke about Jacoby Brissett before, but now, which I think you could say this is probably the the the, the headline of the week, wouldn't you think? Deshaun Watson coming back to the starting mm-hmm. lineup for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, much has been made about whether he should be playing the season at all, whether he should be in the league. Uh, you know, That's probably for another... Um, day, that sort of discussion. The fact of the matter is he's starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns and the poetry of the situation is that he's coming up against the team that um, he started his career with, the Houston Texans. And the Browns need a win and they they come up against arguably the worst team in football, if not the worst team in football, the Texans. The fantasy focus question is, Deshaun Watson, 19.5 fantasy points over or under? Brad, what do you think? 19 and a half. It's a oh, it's a revenge one. game. That's... It's an absolute revenge game. I'm going to I'm put money on Houston to win. And um oh, Houston are going to yeah. come in. There is no doubt Houston are going to be They're going to hand him up for this. Um yeah. is it in Houston? Um I believe it is. Yep, it is. Mm, yeah, oh man. Cleveland the yeah, oh, yeah, it's in Houston. I've heard um, the lawyer for 10 of the women uh, bringing them to the game. It's going to be interesting. Sorry, what? It's gonna be, yeah, the lawyer for like 10 of the women in the civil suits, he's brought, a, brought tickets for them. They're coming to the game. You know, it's he's going to cop it. That um, is freaking bizarre, that is. <laughs> so um, they're letting him know. The Apparently because the girls are like letting – um, Deshaun wants to know that 
he may have forgotten about everything, but they haven't. Oh, but, okay, um, when you so, put it like that, I can understand, but I would have yeah. thought it would be weird. If, you, if you've been sexually assaulted by someone, why would you? Well, mm. I don't know. But, like, that's yeah. not – That's you can't. You can't. Okay. That's yep, a, so I'll that's go a under. strange little – Yeah, I'm going under, under two. Under. Yeah. yeah, nine under. Neil's probably set Neil's through two picks. We've probably set the line to uh, high there, nine and a half, but that's – that's what about two hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns at least, and maybe like thirty or forty rushing yards. Is that right? I don't know. Nah, two fifteen, two touchdowns. He'd be about eighteen points. Yeah. Yeah, and then some thirty, forty rushing yards. So uh, I don't think he puts those stats up. It's his first game back in quite a while. You got to remember, mm. um, he does have the best supporting cast he's ever had in his career. Um, two at a monster running back, and then geez, he had De- course, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but I'm. Um, I know Hopkins is a better player than Mari Cooper, but they've actually got depth around. Who was it? Who else was the wide receivers at Houston at that time? Um, no, there's no like no. You can really no one even name. Did he have Andre Nico Johnson? Collins as a rookie? Oh, not when Hopkins was there. I don't think. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I think now this is the best. And plus, he's got that running game too. Do they have sure. Aaron Foster? Yeah. yeah, but he's no Nick Chubb. He might have. I can't think. Aaron Foster, mm. it's going back a while, eh? Like, that's probably eight, nine years ago. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I, 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 Sean, I, I, Sean I, Watson I, might get a chub if he gets a rub down. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's uh, that's out of bounds. <laughs> I hope I hope they lose the Browns. I, yeah, I, 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 I always did like Sean Watson. It's a joke that he's playing. If the, You know... Oh, that's my my personal opinion. Yeah. I think it's an absolute it's, joke that they've these, he wasn't suspended for the season. But yeah, that's not that's not our that's not really a discussion for us. Um, I hope Houston win. I want them to, I want to see them win. Yeah, I want to see the the bad teams. Do I want them to win so um, the Bears have a good shot of getting the number one pick. Wow, we're in that part of the seat. You're you're hoping to tank. Oh, well, Drake. Fields is done for the season. Mooney just got put on IR. He's done for the season. Montgomery, well, why would you I'm care if you want number one pick? Because you probably the number one pick will probably be quarterback, and you definitely don't need a quarterback. Oh, no. Well, we, we can, we've got trade. Um, what is it? Equity. Yeah, I guess you equity then. We can, we can get a few extra picks to build a bit of a, a defense around my boy, mm. Jack Sanborn, who's always been my boy. I told you about him. Um, and, you know, Briscoe and Kyler Gordon and, you know, get a bit of an offensive line going. Mm. Big year next year for us. We'll take out the, the division. <laughs> oh, Brad Campbell never changes. He's just ever so hopeful in his uh, team. And uh, the amount of times I've heard our oh, Bears are going good, they're going to go well this year, is and they've just shit the bed. Well, it's been we well, got too top many five times quarterback to, in the comp. In too our many team, times so. to count. Too many times to count. Okay, well there you go. I agree. Justin Fields is the future, but they need some uh, work. Uh, they need some work around the around him for sure. Uh, so both went under with the John Watson thing. I don't necessarily think he has a bad game. I just I hope he does. <laughs> and I hope Houston win. Anyway, multi of the week. I put. I should have put myself in the nay list for putting Denver in a multi because I. You try to warn me. You said don't do it. I remember it clearly. You said don't do it. Don't do it. And I did it. And they just they. Ugh. All right. So they're never going to be in a multi ever again. Just disclaimer. And um. But Brad, what did what do you, what do you like? Of course, Dalvin Cook cost you last week from a pretty. Yeah, good I should have put him in the nay nay list for me. It was terrible. Mm. Um, four legger for me. 
I'll go oh, just nice. Simple, I'm going four legger too. Yeah, just a simple head to head match betting for me. So I'll go the Packers at the Bears. They're a dollar fifty. I think Jesus, give him the Packers a dollar fifty against that Bears defense. Thank you for coming. Mm. Um, Jacksonville. This is a game like I said they need to win. So they need to show up and they need to prove that they're the real deal. Jacksonville a dollar seventy five. So I'll take them. Um, yep. And again, another team I'm picking because it's a must-win, Buffalo Bills. They need to prove that they're back on top in that division. They're they're $1.49, essentially $1.50. So, yep, thanks for coming. And um, going against the team that you put in your multi last week, Baltimore, surely they beat Denver and bounce back. Yep. Yeah, so four-legger, it's only $4.84, but that should get us back on the gravy train. Okay, so what were those picks again? It was Bills... Packers, Jags, Bills, Ravens. Ravens, okay. Well, we definitely both be we definitely won't both be getting the multi because I've gone Detroit at two dollars oh eight against the Jags. Um I love what Detroit are doing at the moment. They pushed a really good side last week on Thanksgiving. I'm on I'm on Ra St. Brown is a absolute gun at the moment, and he's getting open all the time. The running backs are going well. Defense is tightening up the screws a little bit. I love what Detroit are doing. I am all over them this week against the Jags. Vikings against the Jets. I think $1.63 is a fair price. Jets had a good win last week, no doubt about that. I think Mike White has a bit of a tougher time against the Vikings defense um, this week. I think the Steelers are going quite well, and I like them to beat the Falcons. Um, that's dollar eighty-five, dollar ninety-six. It's market expecting to be a tight game. I think it will be, but I think the Steelers. I think they're showing some showing something at the moment, and I think Tomlin makes a little bit of a late late run. The Steelers this year just to avoid getting that uh, losing record for the first time. So Steelers can go back to back, and I'd like the um, I've got for the fourth. Oh yeah, I like the uh, Eagles to beat the Titans, dollar forty-three. So four legs that pays eight ninety six. So ten dollars will get you eighty nine dollars and sixty cents. Got the Eagles, the Lions, the Steelers, and the Vikings. So two four leggers. Let's hope one of us can get up. Mm, good luck. Yeah, best of luck to all players out there. Um, and yeah, gamble responsibly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that takes us to the end of another episode. Fifteen episode in the books. Um, action-packed weekend ahead and we'll do it all again next week. Brad, thanks for joining me. Best of luck with your multi and your fantasy teams and um, we'll do it all again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Oz NFL podcast. Bye. Catch up.